<clears throat> a white man in Europe is fed up. Griff Report starts now. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. Of all the Jesuses I know, he's the Hotepiest. Social scientist and YouTube host, Hotep Jesus. How the fuck do you get a name like Hotep Jesus? The one and only Hotep Jesus. Ryan Sharp, better known to the world as Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. HotepJesus.com. Somebody said, what do you think you are? Some kind of Hotep Jesus? Ooh, and that's I was good. Just like, ooh, that's sexy. <laughs> yes, I do think I'm Hotep <laughs> Jesus. So, sharing some thoughts I had this morning, I saw Bryson Gray tweeting about abortion and pro-choice and all of that shit. And uh, a thought was inspired in my head. Had a bit of inspiration and went on a bit of a tweet rant. I want to just dive right into that tweet and sort of work through some, some of the thinking there. Oh, let's bring that up. Uh, so here we have the tweet. <clears throat> it says pro-choice and ceasefire both sensible. However, both are conflated with the left wing. Herein lies a conundrum. So if you're pro-choice, everybody thinks you're left wing. If you're pro-ceasefire, everybody thinks you're left wing and you're pro-Hamas. And, you know, both of these things are, I would say, in my opinion, quite sensible. But if you're uh, red-white, you look at them and go, oh, you're a left wing. You don't make any sense. There's no nuance to the conversation, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I had somebody ask me a question in one of these threads. Hold on. Was it this one? Oh, okay, here we go. So this guy here says, uh, in regards to a follow tweet, so somebody said, what's sensible about pro-choice, right? And I said, many people call themselves conservatives and sit amongst the right wing have been conditioned to depend on government to solve their problems. They have relinquished their power as a result. Pro-choice is a pro-constitution stance. Constitutionalists have been tricked into being anti-constitutional. Most won't get this. The next batch won't want to get this. And few will get this. So I had somebody here say, uh, right here, they say yes and no. The choice in pro-choice is the choice to end a human life. Normally, we call that murder, but there are also exceptions such as self-defense. If we as a society want to carve out an exception for killing unborn babies, fine, but we need to call it what it is. And I corrected him. I said, well, what you're talking about is his end a human life they created. So he said, should you be able to, to kill your adult child? And I said, how would the Romans answer that question? You know, white men, they're enamored. They're captivated by ancient Rome. But very few want to live like the Romans. We are a, a, a long way off from ancient Rome. A long, 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 long way off. So I said, how would the Romans answer that question? Let's see what he says here. And he, he goes on with his diatribe dodging the question. He says, like most things involving people, I guess you get a variety of opinions. The point, I think, is that we have to answer this question. Your freedom stops where another's uh, freedom begins, but it's hard to draw a bright line. The evil is in the details, as they say. I think the question of abortion specifically boils down to values. One side values the freedom of the mother. The other side values the freedom of the unborn. Personally, I think it's morally repugnant but should still be legal. Okay, so he came right back around to what I was saying. He came right back around to agreeing with me. Like, what's the point? Why do y'all argue with people? And as soon as they hit y'all with a good question, now all of a sudden you want to do circular logic and come right back to the point I was making in the first place. We're talking about the legality of the matter. Anyway, what would the Romans do? Let's see what the Romans say. Hold on. Make the, make sure y'all can see this real well. Absolute power. So it says here. 
the pater uh, familius had absolute rule over his household and children. So the man had absolute rule over his household and children. If they angered him, he had the legal right to disown his children, sell them into slavery, or even kill them. You want to see what, what Romans did with unwanted babies? Let's go. Unwanted children might be given away to friends, family, or family members, or adopted by an infertile couple. But according to Seneca, Philo, and Cicero, infants could be drowned, thrown away with the rubbish, smothered, exposed to the elements, eaten by stray dogs, or sold to slave traffickers. You can't love Rome and not be pro-choice. Those two things are diametrically opposed. Those two things are diametrically opposed. Somebody says, let's see what the church says. You know what I say? Fuck the church. Well, fuck what the church says. I don't believe in the Bible. I don't believe in your Jesus. And I don't believe in your church. Although I, I, I affirm your right to believe in those things. I think you, if you want to believe in Santa Claus, then you should go right ahead. You should go right ahead and believe in whatever you want to believe, right? Who am I to stop you? But what I'm talking about is facts. Facts. Things that have happened that we have proven based upon firsthand accounts. Now, if y'all want to believe in King James and whatever he wrote in that book and all the bullshit translations, which are really just derivations from the Osirian drama and other um, religions that predate the Abrahamic religions, you know, but you guys don't deal in history, right? You guys are just indoctrinated by the church. So it's whatever, you know, it's cool. You guys want to be indoctrinated. I don't have a problem with that. I get it. Um, and being Christians a grift now too. Um, but anyway, um, I don't give a shit what the church says. I'm talking about what has happened. Everybody talks about, Oh, ancient Rome, ancient Rome, ancient Rome. Yeah. You know what ancient Rome did with unwanted babies? It's your choice. It's your children. Is this morally right? I don't think so. I don't think so. What we're talking about here is the matter of legality. The matter of legality. And the matter of legality. What they say? It's legal. It's legal. You guys, like Goldstein says, you keep wanting to outsource your responsibility to government, which turns you into nothing more than a status, a lapdog for the government. Most red whites. And again, this goes back to my political theory where there is no left or right. It's called a, a political sphere and everybody has coordinates and they're coordinated based around the government. All right. And at the center is the government. The closer you get to the center, the more government you want in your life. And at some point, conservatives want the government in their life. And another point, the left or liberals or progressives or whatever we're calling them today, Democrats, want more government in their life. It's just the facts of the matter. And the people who want less government are usually more anarchists and libertarians. So you zoom out and they're on the outer parts of this thing. The only job of government should be um, assuring a free market enterprise, a free market country, and um, protecting us from foreign powers. Right? And, and even that stuff gets really nuanced, as we'll see in just a moment here with the Irishman what happens with protecting your citizens from foreigners, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Griff Report. Live Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. I'm your host, the Griff God. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Hotep to the chat. Hotep to my Hotep is Stanny's. Hotep to the Hoteps. Hotep. Hoodie Hotep back. Hoodie Hotep back. Uh, let's go back. I'm not anti-Jesus. I'm not anti-Jesus at all. I mean, 
it's a fucking wonderful story. I mean, it's a story that's been told a million times with a bunch of different names. Um, same story, new faces. So if you want to call your, your guy Jesus, I don't have a problem with that. I have no problem with that. I just don't believe the shit. And I'm not going to. It's a very imprisoning mindset. But we're not going to talk about religion today because, well, I would like people to enjoy the show today. And I know most of you can't enjoy the show when I attack your gods. Um, Pitiful humans. Anyway, let's go back. Let's go back. So what are we talking about today? Ireland. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know what I find interesting about this whole Ireland situation? It's the same bias that I saw in regard to uh, altercation with police officers and a black man in Atlanta. Same political bias. Um, also, I saw somebody post recently, white man getting his ass whooped by police officers, et cetera, et cetera. But let's stick to the Ireland thing. So the Irish, they were burning and looting. Burning and looting. Matter of fact, let's pull this up. Uh, right here. Let's go to let's go to the tape. As reported right here, you see it. it says right here, publicly traded company Foot Locker stores in Ireland are facing looting amid the anti-migrant protests. All right. All right. Here we got a uh, Dublin uh, rioters loot Arnott's department store and Foot Locker. Everybody see this? Everybody see this, right? Now, and wokeness and clown world and all these other grifter accounts, they quick to say something when black folks decide to start looting. Oh, look at these looters. Look at these looters. But when a white man did it in Ireland and everybody's fucking silent. Everybody's fucking silent. That's what I call racism. Now, I'm not using the term racism as you probably know it. I'm using racism as a term to mean race loyal, meaning that you believe in power for your race. White people believe in power for their race. Black people believe in power for their race and everybody so on and so forth. And I fundamentally don't think there's much wrong with that from a survival perspective. Although when you raise to a higher nature, you should probably rise above that. But anyway, these are just the facts and matter, a matter of human nature. Everybody just doesn't want to admit it. Or they're afraid to admit it. They're afraid to say I'm pro-white because they can't say they're pro-white because then they'll be confused with being, I don't know, I don't know, getting canceled, losing their job, all types of other shit, right? Just repercussions that come along with that because the white man's been cucked. So amazing what happens in 50 years. 50 years ago, you could have said you're a pro, right? Nothing happened. Now you can't even say it. Anyway, um, amazing what happens in your country. It tells you a lot about the people that run this country, by the way. Anyway, so everybody had something to say when the looters were looting. But then there's sympathy for the Irish looters. Ultimate sympathy. They have a legitimate cause. They have a legitimate reason is what they'll say. So apparently, you know, some migrants stabbed up some kids and uh, nothing was done about it. So people started rioting. People started looting, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So the people are angry. Now, when. Tamir Rice was murdered and people rioted and looted. Those black faces were condemned. Why would you loot? And then everybody turns into fucking galactic brain on the ramifications that come with looting. Right. Oh, the, the place. Well, they're going to lose jobs and the infrastructure and this. That Everybody's got to fuck. Everybody turns into a, 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 a micro economist when black people loot some shit. But everybody's fucking silent when Ireland loots. Nobody got shit to say. 
I just like pointing out the motherfucking double standard. That's all I like to do. I just like I just like to point that out. You know, you know, you motherfuckers is 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 fucking hypocrites. The whole lot of influencer class is just a bunch of hypocrites. Now remember what I said from the very start. I said I was pro looter. I was pro looter. I mean, these are the large corporations that have successfully pushed all types of agendas, including the rainbow agenda to uh, deconstruct our society. So I was pro pro, pro looter. So when I see the Irishmen loot, do you think I'm going to change my stance? Cause they're white. No, because I stand with the populace. Most people don't stand with the populace. They stand with the populace when they look like them. But when the populace is black, they don't understand their gripes. They don't understand their grievances. They don't understand their troubles. They don't understand what it's like to, ha to have your back pushed up against the wall. You are a godless people. And these are the same people that claim that they're Christian. That's why I can't fucking respect your, your, your church and your religion. That's why I can't respect it in regards to your hypocriteness. I can respect it for general population, but as far as these grifters are concerned and you hypocrites, I can't respect it because you don't respect it. You don't respect your own religion. You don't follow your own good book. Okay. So when black people got they, they back up against the wall, which you all become experts in, Right. When convenient. Right. You'll say, oh, the Democrats have failed the black community. Look at the policy they've passed. Look at the communities they've created. Look at Gavin Newsom. Look at Lori Lightfoot. You say every reason why the black community is the way it is in these disheveled neighborhoods. But then when they start rioting and looting, you don't understand. But you understand when the Irish loot. That's OK. The white man got something for your ass. The man got something for your ass. Let's go to. Let's go to the tape. They done sent the white woman out here to take your rights away. Where's she at? Hold on. Let's bring let's bring the lady up. Let her talk her shit. It's cool. When you think about it, all law, all legislation is about the restriction of freedom. That's exactly what we're doing here is we are restricting freedom, but we're doing it for the common good. You will see throughout our constitution. You heard it? She's doing it for the common good. For the common good. Now it's Clown World account, right? Surely, surely there's going to be some footlocker tweet here from the rioters looting in, in Ireland, right? That's why I say these people, these accounts, they don't give a fuck about you. Don't give a fuck about truth, right? So here, here's what they posted. They posted this, this outdated video. This is from 2000. Right. This is from 2000. And, you know, some people pass this off as a Black Friday type situation, made fun of it. Right. So they posted that. They ready to post that. Right. Pure right wing racist propaganda. But where's the Ireland looters? Where are the Ireland looters? Where are they? Why didn't this account? I don't know who runs this account. Does anybody know who runs this account? Cloud World? Where's the, where's the Ireland looting? Where is it? It doesn't exist. Why? Because these accounts are designed to prey upon your racist nature, to further the divide between people, and profit in the meantime. It's an agent account. It's an agent of destruction account. But they'll go and go find... This this video from 2000, this old video of black people looting and make fun of it. But they ain't post they ain't post nothing about the Irish. Why not? Where is it? They covered the story. I just showed you that they covered the story about restricting your freedoms. They posted it right here so they know it's happening. They know something's happening over there. But then they, they, they do guess the state, right? 
They, they, they posted trans people all over. Uh, a, a black mermaid dr almost drowning. They post that with the quickness, right? And then they'll post this, right? And then the who who they steal this video from? Radio Genoa. So here's Radio Genoa. All right, another one of these agent accounts. All right, viral video, black people. Then the the uh, the fact checkers got to come in. Community notes. This is Nike store on Michigan Avenue, Chicago, and the store was indeed looted. But in May of 2020, Black Friday is in November. Did Radio Genoa cover the footlockers in Ireland? Where's that video? Where's the video? France, Paris, right? Black people, right? Black people, right? They'll cover the migrants, they'll cover the black people, right? See this? All racist content. All racist content. Let's find something that black people do. And this is the, you know, the, 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 another, another company that, that benefits from racist content is, uh, the blaze, the blaze. I'm not afraid to say it. Fucking Jason Whitlock. They profit from racist content. So there's nothing here about the Ireland footlocker looters. You don't see it here on this account. You don't see it. So your typical grifters cherry pick to turn white people into racist, to divide the races is an op account. Okay, here we go. Irish natives devastate hotels, housing illegal immigrants in Dublin. This after a cowardly knife attack. So they, they cover for the Irish, right? This is a uh, uh, Irish sympathy and they cover for them, right? Because they know that you guys don't like illegal immigrants. So you'll justify this, right? And I'm not saying it should or should not be justified. Again, immigrants, Irish patience with mass immigration is over sympathy. Where's the full locker? Where's the full locker video? I hope they posted it. We see the riots. We see the riots. A lot of sympathy for these riots. No sympathy when black people's rioting. And there you go. It's over just like that. But the blaze profits from racist content. Through a black face. And, it, and it's, that's really the only way a black face can stay relevant. I'll show you. I'll show you right now. Hold on. Uh, let's go to Instagram. Let's go to Jason Whitlock. Click on his account. And, 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 and they use, actually, you know what? I want to go to what's name account because this is where I saw it first. Here it is. Oh shit. Watch this. So here we have the Instagram account, right? This is Shamika Michelle's Instagram account. I've, I've interviewed her, interviewed her before. And she's being commissioned to post racist content, right? So video after video after video of black people doing dumb shit. Every once in a while you get a white person up here, she'll comment on some dumb shit. But for the most part, this is the ridicule of black people, you know, like this post, right? The ridicule of black people. The ridicule of black people is currency amongst the red whites, the right wing. You ridicule black people, you go viral. You go viral. 
But if I were to condemn the Irish looters and everybody says, oh, what are you talking about? They have a legitimate concern. But black people don't have a legitimate concern. Again, racist content. Absolutely racist content. Jason Whitlock is a perpetuator of that. He loves that. He gets paid to ridicule black people. That's what he does. He gets paid to, and, and I'm not trying to diss him. I'm not trying to dig on him. And I'm not trying to burn any bridges either. I'll have the conversation with him. I have no problem having a conversation with Jason, but that's what he gets paid to do. That's what he gets paid to do is ridicule black people. Uh, the rest of his content is about sports. I don't follow sports. So I couldn't comment on that. But um, you know what's funny is the ruling class creates certain conditions. Those conditions create defunct people, a backward people. Then we laugh at the defunct people and their condition and we ridicule those people. But we don't ridicule the ruling class and the policies they pass that turned us into trash. Divide and conquer. What are you what what kind of content are you creating? Who 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 are you setting your eyes on? Are you setting your eyes on the establishment? Or are you setting your eyes on the derelicts of the lower class? When you set your eyes on the derelicts of the lower class, you are simply looking at the symptoms of the disease and not the disease itself, which makes your content worthless. It's only worth something to you. It's only worth something to the ruling class who enjoys us or enjoys the fruits of us, the benefits of us fighting amongst each other. When you take aim, who are you aiming at? Are you aiming at the establishment? Or are you aiming at your fellow brother? Whose condition was created through the Civil War, uh, conditions created through the Vietnam War, World War One, World War Two, and now World War Three. Not to mention uh, uh, uh uh, was it Operation Fast and Furious with Obama, where he allows guns and narcotics to be trafficked into Chicago with a deal with El Chapo? We don't talk about that. Or Reagan's crack era. Or the FBI turning the Bloods and Crips from legitimate organizations to the mess that they are now in many pockets of our country. Some parts of the Bloods and Crips are doing good things. Some aren't. So who are you creating content for? When you create content to ridicule the lower class, who are you creating content for? You know who you creating content for? People with small brains. I wish all the black people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. And I wish all the white people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. And I wish all the Hispanics were as smart as Hotep Jesus. Because that guy, he, he really gets it. He knows how to boil it down. Small brain content. <sighs> Small brain content. Small brain content. Hey, Mike B, you could excuse yourself, bro. I didn't steal my moniker from anybody. I didn't steal my moniker from anybody. I was given the name Hotep Jesus. And, and, and again, this is your small brain that thinks there's only one Jesus. That's your small brain. You go to South America, there's a Jesus around every fucking corner. How, how, how uh, self-centered can you be to say that if I'm Hotep Jesus, this must be related to the Jesus in the Bible? Again, small brain. Excuse yourself from the chat. Don't come back to my stream no more. You, you are not intellectually equipped to watch this stream. You got to excuse yourself and you got to leave because you're not you're not historically literate enough to exist in this space. Yes, it's smooth brain content. It's something anybody can understand. 
anybody can understand watching a, a, a video of some kids doing like, that's the new thing. Oh, look at these kids rapping rap music. All right. But when somebody talks about who controls the music industry, all of a sudden everybody's, Oh, well you can't talk about that. When you talk about the Japanese and Sony music, or you talk about Warner or universal, do you take aim at universal? Do you take aim at Lior Cohen? Do you talk about Lior Cohen? You don't talk about that. You talk about the end result because the end result doesn't require any thinking. It's small. It's smooth brain content. Let me see if I could talk about if I could find a clip of Leo Cohen. Then we're going to get into some big brain shit. We're going to take aim at motherfucking shit. Um, let me see if we can find that clip. Here you go. Let's let's play this. Really rough, particularly on women. Let's pull this up. Right. Everybody want to take aim. Uh, uh, really rough, particularly on women. But I think it helped change the course of the crack epidemic. I don't know what's this opioid thing, man. Is is well, being a crackhead wasn't cool would you, back then. Being what? a crackhead wasn't cool. Now it's it, it seems like they're they're making it cool to be drinking lean and syrup and it's the most dangerous. It's the most dangerous thing that's facing, um, um, our society. Are you so, so why sign an artist that would promote that? Um, b because I, I I already answered that question. You weren't paying attention. Um, she asked me talent or issues, and I said talent. But I I, I have to. I, I can't give up on people. But I'm saying that's hypocritical, though. You're saying um, the it's opportunistic. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got people to feed. Um, <laughs> oh, I got a I got a I got a business to run. <laughs> You're gonna make Dame Dash take this clip and call you a culture vulture. Who's Dame Dash? You brought him up. I don't even know him. I don't even know him. So you bring him his name up. I don't even know him. So y'all made a lot of money together. Made a lot of Come money. on, Leo. Don't do that to him. I don't know him. I really don't. So, um, I don't know what to tell you. I Opportunistic. Yeah, it might be. I got bills to pay, he says. I got bills to pay, he says. Do you take your fight to Universal, Warner, and Sony? Or do you take your fight to the end result? Where it's small brain, where, you know, ah, you know, I can just profit right now you can profit right now. Get a bunch of clicks, get some Elon bucks and move on with my life. You know what I'm saying? Francisco Sanchez. Thank you for the super chat says, thank you. HJ. This is really good content. Thank you. Robert Jones says, who is that guy? Leo Cohen. Leo Cohen is uh, a guy that helped build Def Jam. And this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Like when I put Leo Cohen on the screen and somebody says to me, who is that guy? Right. That lets me know that grifters ain't doing their job. The influencers aren't doing their job because they're looking at videos of kids online rapping bad lyrics. And I'm not saying that's good. We are acknowledging that's not good. We're acknowledging the foul inside hip hop music. But when I show you an image of Leo Cohen and you can't tell me his name is Leo Cohen when you see his face. Uh, uh, th th the son of an IDF agent. <laughs> OK. <laughs> and you don't know who he is. I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming the influence. I'm blaming the grifters because they don't provide big brain content. You know why big brain content don't sell? And that's going to bring me to my next tweet. It's going to bring my next tweet. Hold on. Here we go. Uh, 
a moderator centrist is too intelligent to partake in political discourse. Not by choice, but because they have no audience. Their arguments require too much effort on the part of the ignorant listener. Most people are ignorant. The ignorant are easily fleeced. Easily fleeced. Easily. What up, Dutch? What up, Steph Jabari? Uh, he said, Leo Cohen runs YouTube music now. Be easy with the slander. Yeah, he definitely runs YouTube music now. Yep. Ruth says, uh, there's no profit in the cure, right? Right. There's no profit in the cure. So people are making content that sells, but they're not con making content that's good for people. So basically what you are, you're, what you're selling is disease. You're selling people disease. That's what you're selling. You're selling people disease. You're not selling them a cure. You're selling them more disease. So when you come to the Griff Report, you will be challenged to think. I'm not here for no numbers and all of that shit and likes and comments. Oh, fuck all that shit. What's the truth? When they look back on the archive of my content, they will recognize my work. For what it really was. And which which art do you think is going to stand the test of time? You got the clicks now, but who's going to get the clicks later? Who's going to stand the test of time? These easily replaceable grifters or the guy telling the people what they need? Obviously, the guy telling people what they need. That's what's going to stand the test of time. It always has, always will be. During the time of Malcolm X, he wasn't celebrated like he should have been. He's celebrated more now in depth. But what about the grifters of his time? Nobody fucking remembers the grifters. Nobody remembers them. Nobody remembers the grifters influences of his time. They don't. The issue is right here. Most people are ignorant and the ignorant easily fleeced. So you'll have clown world and the rest of these accounts. All right. And wokeness and whatnot. Anonymous accounts. We don't know who these people are, whatever. Lives at TikTok. Post all these videos that show black people in a state of destitute. But when it comes to Ireland and Ireland starts booting uh, Foot Locker, silence. Why? Because the ignorant are easily fleeced. They're not going to show you that. I wouldn't be surprised if those accounts are CIA ops. You follow those accounts, they're probably CIA fed foreign intelligence ops. It's the Fed. They Feds. Yes, Steph. Feds. Nobody says shit when Ireland loots a footlocker, but let a nigga go and grab a pair of Jordans. All of a sudden, it's the end of the world. I wish all the black people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. And I wish all the white people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. And I wish all the Hispanics were as smart as Hotep Jesus. Because that guy, he, he really gets it. He knows how to boil it down. Done speaking about ignorant people. Uh, let's go to some important shit. Let's go to some important shit. How about this? Let's try this on for size before we go into the Syscoin Big Brain update of the day. We're going to open up phone lines later too. 202-596-5631. 202-596-5631. Text Hotep in your name to that number. Also, I'm live with Uncle Hotep tonight. I mean, uh, if you guys want to get an extra episode of Hotep's Been Told You in Your Blood, it's going up tonight. Let's hit that. Um, these fucking emojis are all in the way. Stop. Dumbass emoji. I don't want to use no damn emoji. I just pinned that. I learned that from Uncle Hotep. All right. So you can get another dose of Uncle Hotep and Hotep Jesus. I'm reaching. I'm really reaching. All right. Watch this. Watch me reach for this timeout button. How about that? How that for a reach? Now you in timeout. Look at you. Just leave. Just leave. If you don't understand the content, if the content is too big brain for you, leave. If you don't agree, take your ass somewhere else or, or provide a serious argument. I block people on Twitter because they don't provide an argument. They just say, oh, this is stupid. All right, blocked. I like when people disagree. 
But you got to have a counter argument. Don't just say, oh, this is dumb. You know what I'm saying? Mike, you still here? Put your ass in timeout. Mike, get the fuck out of here. Don't come back to my channel no more. Do not come back to my channel no more. You are not welcome. Your brain ain't fit enough for this. This is beyond the reach of your mental capacity. You got beef? You got problems? You want to talk? Hit that call line, text, call in, and I'll make you look stupid just like I did everybody else that tried to become a dissenter of this channel. It's really easy because all of y'all are small brain. Let's take a look at this. So, basically what they're saying here is Google got some AI program or something in effect. And uh, they ran the, uh, the moon photos over to Google AI. Google AI said it was fake. But we didn't need AI to tell us that. We already knew that. Let's go back. Let's go right here. We got Tony Blair. We about to get into the Syscoin Big Brain update of the day. I got a lot. I got a lot to cover in that segment too. Um, here he is. Let's go. I also think this this issue. Shout out to Jonah Ryan for sending this in. To do with the technology and the digital infrastructure, I just want to emphasize how important I think that is, because in the end, you you you, you need the data. You need to know who's been vaccinated and who hasn't been. Some of the vaccines that will come on down the line will be multiple. There'll be multiple shots. So you've got to have, for, for reasons to do with the healthcare more generally, but certainly for uh, a pandemic or for, um, for, for vaccines, you've got to have a proper digital infrastructure. And many countries don't have that. In fact, most countries don't have that. I also think... You heard that at the end right there? infrastructure and many countries don't have that and the vaccines you've got to have a proper digital infrastructure a proper digital infrastructure we're going to go into that in, into that in just a moment but you can't talk about cbdc's and not talk about digital id those two things go hand in hand so if you talk about one you got to talk about the other all right talk about one you got to talk about the other yeah i'm not in the mood today i'm not in the mood today for the bullshit is it live? Yeah, it's live to the Patreon subs. Yes, the Monday show is live. It is live to the Patreon subscribers. That's correct. You know what I'm saying? So your grifters want to point out, you know, some chick who got a BBL and try to explain that away. But they ain't talking about this shit. They, they, they're, not, they're not pointing their, their, they're not aiming at the establishment. They're not aiming at Entities like the World Economic Forum, they feed you small brain content. I, I, I strongly suggest you divest. I strongly suggest you divest. Anybody not pointing directly at the establishment and is talking about small brain content, I highly suggest you divest. And by that, I mean block and unfollow and mute. People posting all these things about, oh, look at this guy. and They're looting and all that. Look at these black people looting. Look at these black people fighting. Block and mute. Block and mute. It's not worth it. It's not worth your mental health. Trust and believe. We got to keep our eyes on the prize. Aim at the establishment. With a concerted effort, we can change the world. But it needs to be a concerted effort. And we need to be brave. And we need to be intellectual. Speaking of being intellectual, you can join our big brain chat. Big Brain Conversations happening on Telegram. Hit that link in the description box below. I'm going to drop some questions in there this week to invigorate your brain, make you think a little bit about why you do the things you do. Uh, we talk about money and crypto in that chat. So hit the Telegram group, join that. All right. Also, big announcement comes uh, from there as we move into the cryptoverse where people can earn by staking on Hotep Jesus. But we'll get into that a little bit later. That's coming Q1 of 2024 and basically first first in uh, is going to uh, benefit the most. Uh, no pyramid scheme. Um, let's go back. So shout out to my sponsor, Syscoin. Syscoin updated today. 
Um, so we're going to talk about the CBDC, but first I got a bunch of, I got a bunch of articles here that didn't make the cut for the CBDC update of the day. And I want to just show you a few things, a few, just a few things, a few things you need to know. So right here is a article says central bank digital currency can replace cash. IMF managing director It's published November 24th. This is tech, uh, techedia.com. There's a couple of highlights here. It says CBDC has several advantages over cash. This if this conversation has gotten too big brain for you, just leave. If it's gotten too boring. Just leave, you know, go watch, I don't know, some other shit, I guess. Um, smack league, I guess. Uh, CBDC has several advantages over cash, such as lower transaction costs, faster settlement, greater financial inclusion, and enhanced monetary policy transmission. We're going to come back to breaking that down for a second. And it continues here. It says cash is becoming obsolete. All right. So first of all, I want to just point to the flaw in this argument and break down the Orwellian tactics here of obfuscating definitions of words, right? Anybody read 1984 should be familiar with this. If you haven't, you should go read it or listen to an audio copy or something like that. Is there a 1984 movie? Maybe there's a movie out there or something you can watch. Um, but it's very much about the language, right? So what does it say here? CBDC has several advantages over cash. And I don't have any problem with that. You want to say it has advantage over cash? I don't mind you saying that. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't, right? That's a, a different argument. But then it says here, lower transaction costs. Ladies and gentlemen, what is the transaction fee if uh, you're selling, um, I don't know, apples at your stand and I hand you cash? I hand you a $20 bill. What's the transaction fee for that? You know what the transaction fee for that is? Zero. Zero. Nada. Nada. Nothing. There is no transaction fee. It's just energy from my arm to hand you the dollar bill. That's it. So here what they do is they try to conflate digital currency not to be confused with programmable digital currency, but numbers on a computer screen with cash. This is 1984 shit. So it'll make you think that cash exists on a computer screen. Cash does not exist on a computer screen. You know where cash exists in the real world in my pocket. I keep cash cause I love cash and I hand people cash. I tip in cash. Cash. This is cash. This does not exist on a computer screen. Its existence is duplicated on a computer screen somewhere. But that computer screen is not this. Those zeros and ones on that screen is not this. This is cash. They're going to make you think that numbers on a computer screen is cash to make it easier to replace the physical by making you think the physical is digital. Okay. It says faster settlement. Again, what settles a debt faster than cash? If I hand you the $20 bill, the debt is settled immediately. So there's no way the CBDC can be faster than my cash. There's no way it can be faster than my cash. If I hand you a briefcase full of cash and we're doing a deal and I hand that to you, that is faster than the CBDC. It's faster than any digital transaction on earth. Okay. It says greater financial inclusion. The CBDC is going to have greater financial inclusion. You're talking about a people who don't have access to the internet in some places, access to, um, uh, 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 computers and all sorts of digital devices, but everybody got access to cash. Allegedly, hopefully 
So they say this is going to give more financial inclusion. What they're saying is it, it includes more people in their game, in their bullshit game. Okay? That's what they're talking about here. So they like to conflate cash with the digital bullshit on the computer screen. Let's go to the next one. Again, welcome to the show where we talk about real shit, not dumb shit. Oh, oh, they, 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 they gate limited me. Oh shit. It's a Forbes website and I don't have a Forbes. Um, I don't have a Forbes membership. All right, let's skip that one. Um, let's go to this one. What was that article? Um, so that one was uh, China versus U.S. And they were talking about. Uh, actually, we'll get into it in a second because there's a similar article and I'll just bridge off of that conversation and, and, and bring it back to that. So let's go here. It says right here, BIS, Bank of International Settlements, urges central banks to move fast on CBDC as Visa stablecoin threat looms. Right. So, you know, this is the fat fuck over there at, at, um, at, uh, uh, Bank of International Settlements, Augustine Carstens. It's fat, sleazy fuck. Um, so it says right here, it says, I think the fact that PayPal, Visa, MasterCard, these big names, a parallel system of stable coins could be generated that compete with sovereign currencies is a concern. So again, I told people, Many people have said this before. I'm, I'm maybe I'm one of the few. I don't know, but uh, cryptocurrency really isn't the concern. The concern is stable coins. It is a direct competition to the United States dollar or any other national currency. Having a stable coin is, is directly competing because it represents your dollar and other people are profiting off it and you don't get none. So he says right here, the best defense is to move fast with the CBDC. So, he wants the CBDC to replace stable coins. And I saw another article. Um, maybe it was the article I was, I was just about to pull up basically saying that, um, yeah, it was the article I was about to pull up. Um, basically saying that United States could no, actually it wasn't that article. It was another article. Uh, United States could, uh, instead of issuing a CBDC, they could issue a stable coin. So again, this goes back to one of my theories, which said uh, because the CBDC technically already exists in USDT and USDC, one of those could become a government utility, right? So in order to understand that, and I was having this argument with somebody the other day. Uh, so let's go here. Um. So basically what I'm looking for right now is where is Tether based out of? Chat, where is Tether based out of? Hold on. Okay, so Tether's based out of Hong Kong, right? And then you have Circle. And this is all, all going to be very interesting coming soon. All right, here we go. This is what I was looking for here. All right, so we have Tether based out of Hong Kong. Let me show that to you first. So Hong Kong right here, you see Tether. Hong Kong, right? Comes out of iFinex, right? And then you have uh, straight out of Boston, Massachusetts, Circle. And Circle is USDC. Um, so this goes along with one of my speculations that USDC could become the stablecoin United States. And how would that happen? You would have to look at um, nationalization of Amtrak, All right? So in October 1970, Congress passed 
and Richard Nixon signed into law the Rail Passenger Service Act. Uh, proponents of the bill led by da, 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 sought government funding to ensure the continuation of passenger trains. So basically what happened was in 1970, October 30th, Amtrak went from a private corporation to a, a, a basically a government corporation. It became nationalized. So instead of creating a new CBDC, you could nationalize the USDC because it already has adoption. I'm not saying this will happen, but it's just a possibility. Right. So keep your eye open for that. AK said, did I see what Javier Malay said about Argentina Central Bank? Yeah, I, I heard what he said, but we'll see December 10th when he takes office, what he actually does. Uh, I don't trust Malay. Malay's a fraud. Um, he's an agent. In fact, he's in Washington, D.C. this week. Uh, hold on. He's in Washington, D.C. to get his orders this week. Uh, right here. Look, they go. Your, here go your boy. Here go your boy. There go your boy. Argentina's Malay to meet with Biden team. They go your boy. Hotep's been told you. I wish all the black people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. And I wish all the white people were as smart as Hotep Jesus. And I wish all the Hispanics were as smart as Hotep Jesus. Because that guy, he, he really gets it. So yeah, I trust this fraud. And I get it. You know, you guys haven't had a hero in a while, so you're desperate, right? So they go your boy. So he got to figure out what to do with Argentina's debt. He got to sit down at the table with Washington, D.C. He can't, he's coming to D.C. this week to get his marching orders. He got to talk to IMF, get his marching orders. Right. He's a runner. He's a he's a TV, a TV guy. He's a runner. He's not a real leader. He's a runner. Uh, you know, he's basically like Vivek, you know, somebody who pays attention to social media, has a good PR team. And knows the right things to say to get people to back him in all types of nations. But um, fuck him, uh, honestly, uh, and honestly and truly, uh, mostly because I can spot a grifter a mile away. Um, Tyler Durden, it says uh, Malay is the op. Yeah, he's an op. He's an obvious op and everybody's celebrating. I'm looking at the timeline like, y'all think he actually about to do this shit? Yeah, yeah. This nigga worked for the Fed. He worked for he worked for Langley. Malay worked for Langley. <laughs> Y'all get it later, man. Y'all get it later. Huh? Again, hotel's been told you moment. We'll come back to that. I'm going to revisit Malay in the future. And I'm not even tracking him. You know what I'm saying? I'm lying. I am tracking his ass. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. <laughs> but I don't plan on tracking him going forward. Because I know the information going to fall right on my lap. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's your, that's your boy Malay. Yeah. You know I mean, he about to go see Biden's team this week and get his marching orders. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the big brain shit. All right, here we go. Um, let's pull this article up. This is on expresscomputer.in. Central bank digital currency enabled uh, foreign transactions, FX transactions. So this is Forex. They talk about CBDCs on Forex. This is only a matter of time. Um, but uh, interesting things here that they mention, obviously, access control. It says here, each central bank can control the access to its WCBDCs. We're going to talk about that in a second. By maintaining an allow list for domestic platforms and transnational platforms, respectively. This is programmable money. Programmable money also allows to pause transactions in the event of operational disruptions. Individual central banks have the authority to temporarily halt transactions related to their WCBDC. This pause encompasses the secession uh, of WCBDC issuance, redemption, recovery processes, and the updating of assist, uh, associated allow lists, right? And it has upgradability here, uh, capability enhanced to WCBDC uh, with smart contracts seamlessly. And don't forget to go to hotepjesus.locals.com where I have the resource depository there for all of my uh, subscribers there, all of my supporters there, which will be updated uh, as, as I get new information. I have a bunch of updates. I don't want to like do them like daily. I kind of want to do them in batches so it's not so, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, so I have a bunch of, uh, I have a good four new updates coming to the CBDC. 
and a new category coming to the depository. So look out for that. Hotepjesus.locals.com. Uh, okay. Next one. Uh, so, uh, uh, commodities, um, the, uh, so you have two different banks here, right? You have the people's bank of China and then you have the bank of China, uh, bank of China, partly owned, uh, well, majority owned by the government and, uh, they're doing trading on, um, they call it the world's biggest small commodities market and they're moving, uh, CBDC wholesale CBDC. You guys can check that out on your own time. Let's go back. So that to set this up, which is interesting, right? So, uh, Senator Rick Scott out of Florida introduced a bill to U S Senate last week that would prohibit money services business from engaging in any transaction that involves a central bank, digital currency, CBDC issued by the people's Republic of China. So this goes back to uh, my theory about digital borders, right? Creating these digital borders where you can transact with some, but not all us, but not them. And they're um, laying this uh, infrastructure out now. Now, is this a good idea? Uh, maybe like he makes a good point. I'm going to go into his point in a minute, but currently money services businesses are doing transactions or can do transactions with the yuan, right? But they can't do, um, but I don't think they're equipped to do transactions with the digital yuan. Um, some may already be doing transactions with the digital yuan. Um, I mean, MasterCard and Visa have already, uh, you know, helped enable some of this stuff, especially in Hong Kong. MasterCard has made a, a lot of headway in Hong Kong uh, in regard to CBDCs. Uh, and I just showed you that in the other article, but it says right here, uh, his argument is the digital one is just another tool used by the Chinese communist party to spy on its people and all those who use it. It is an obvious paragraph and an attempt to increase communist state control over people's uh, personal finances. Secretary Xi and his thugs have no business playing big brother to American citizens and how they spend their money. That is why I am fighting to prevent the problem from ever becoming someone's reality. We must stand up against the CCP's obvious spy tactics and pass the Chinese CBDC Prohibition Act today. Um, I'll read this last part, then I'll come back to my point. So I say the Chinese Communist Party uses the uh, digital yuan to track in real time every transaction made with the currency. It is one of the many ways the CCP maintains its stranglehold on the Chinese people. We must establish clear barriers to prevent the CCP from monitoring the transactions and collecting the financial data of American consumers and businesses. This bill is a necessary step in building those barriers. So again, barriers, right? So previous theory was about digital borders and they're starting to use this language, right? These digital borders. And these are the new borders. New borders are digital. And this is about locking down your cattle, locking down your servants, your serfdom, your constituents, the people you own, the people you you possess, the people you profit off of. If you're the establishment, right? You're the ruling class. You're talking about these clear barriers. So let's go back. So is this a good idea? Um, well, before we try to answer that question, think about what he says here. Spying on people, tracking transactions, big brother. So if that's what the CBDC is, why should America have a CBDC if this is all about spying and Big Brother Tech. So hopefully this guy supports the Anti-CBDC Act uh, that was uh, put out by uh, Rep. Tom Emmer. And there's another bill as well. Go to hotepjesus.locals.com. I have all the bills there. This one will be added to the depository. Um, but again, go on my locals. You'll find it there. Um, all those resources are there. And um, 
So, so yeah. So if the CBDC is this big brother tool, why should America have one? Right now, does this mean China can track transactions of Americans using the CBDC? Well, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They can. Um, how you probably have to talk to uh, a technical engineer uh, because they understand it so well, they could probably dumb it down for you. Um, but it's, it's, it's definitely possible. Like that's the whole idea behind a CBDC is tracking, right? This it's, it's about, you know, programmable money, knowing where the money exists and what wallet and where did it go? And from that, you can, um, from that data, you can draw conclusions on people's spending habits, et cetera, et cetera. This is all covered in the social network. I think documentary on Netflix, where he talks about, you know, the information Facebook gets when they use their ad advertising program, right? The cookies and following you around the internet and stuff like that. Right. This is all exposed years ago. This isn't like something new. Um, so should we allow China to do this? Probably not. Probably not. Although it is anti-free market. So, you know, the American in me goes, yeah, ban the CBDC. And the free market in me goes, nah, don't ban the CBDC. Or at least the Chinese CBDC. What if I want to, what if I want to do some digital yuan business? I might want to do some digital yuan business. I might want to do. So again, what happens with the Forex now? What happens when Forex moves the CBDC? these digital borders are going to become very hard, very solid pause. How, how will we manage that to Forex world? I don't know. I don't know. You got to ask the Forex guys and see what they say. And, but, um, some currencies will not be transactable with the U S CBDC when the U S CBDC gets there. Who knows? Who knows? Let's go to the phone lines, 202-596-5631. Text HOTEP in your name to 202-596-5631. And we'll be right back after this short, brief commercial break. 